This is America's Roundtable from Washington, D.C., an initiative of the U.S.-based think tank International Leaders Summit in partnership with Lancer Broadcasting's 2FM radio stations in Michigan and the Midwest and Supertalk Mississippi Media's 12 radio stations in the South. We thank you for joining us on America's Roundtable. I'm Joel Adinsami, your co-host, joined by Natasha Sardorj, economist and co-founder of the International Leaders Summit, and our distinguished guest host, Governor Phil Bryant. America's Roundtable from Washington, D.C. brings together leading voices from business, government, media, technology, and the public policy arena. Subscribe to America's Roundtable on Apple Podcasts, Amazon, Spotify, and Fireside. Visit iLeadersSummit.org. iLeadersSummit.org. This weekend on America's Roundtable from Washington, D.C., we're delighted to welcome a great American and principal leader, former Senator Jim DeMint. Senator DeMint is the founder and chairman of the Conservative Partnership Institute in Washington, D.C. He began his career in the private sector as a business leader. Senator DeMint represented South Carolina in the U.S. House of Representatives and the U.S. Senate. And known for policy entrepreneurship, he authored leading conservative conservative reforms to health care, education, taxes, and entitlements. Senator DeMint guarded national acclaim from conservatives for leading efforts to ban congressional earmarks, which had been the source of billions of dollars of wasteful spending for decades and led to corruption and widespread abuse. And we also know that Senator DeMint is the founder of the Senate Conservatives Fund, which played a major role in the election of many of the Senate's leading conservatives, including Mike Lee, Ted Cruz, Rand Paul, Marco Rubio, Ron Johnson, and Tom Cotton, among others. Indeed, it is our great pleasure to welcome to America's Roundtable, Senator Jim DeMint. A very good morning to you, sir, and welcome, Senator DeMint. Welcome, Senator DeMint. Well, thank you both. It's great to be back with you, and, and thanks for what you do to, to get out so many um, important subjects to people uh, now uh, all over the country. So grateful to be back with you. Thank you, Thank you indeed, sir. Uh, Senator DeMint, you have authored a number of nonfiction books, including the most recent project, a new novel titled Satan's Dare. And a recent published report stated, I quote, while he has written nonfiction policy and faith books in the past, his newest release, Satan's Dare, takes on the devil himself in a day and age when it seems out of fashion to even speak of evil, unquote. Senator DeMint, you have stood on the front lines and confronted the Washington establishment, waging the war of ideas, presenting timeless principles, and implementing reforms in America. And indeed, we're noticing real challenges in America today like never before, as our Judeo-Christian values are under attack and the founding principles of this great republic are being eroded. Senator DeMint, what brought you to this point in authoring a novel titled Satan's Dare, and if I may add, why take on Satan and bring to the forefront the concerns about evil? Well, we all take on Satan whether we like it or not, uh, particularly those who are, are trying to follow Jesus, uh, obey biblical ideas. But I decided to write this book. Actually, I've been working on it for more than 10 years because I believe that America is declining because the Christian church is declining. And the Christian church is declining because our leaders uh, have failed to defend the basic truths of the faith, that there is a God, that God did create this whole physical world. The Bible is true. 
and Jesus is God in the flesh who, who came to save us all. These are the foundations of Western civilization and, and particularly America. And as it says in Psalm 11:3, if the foundations be destroyed, what will the righteous do? And that's a question I hear all over the country now is, is what can I do? That everyone feels like it's out of control, it's irrational, that, that we're not even speaking of truth or, or people have a different view of reality. I, I think we've come to a point that I hoped we never would, but while this novel is not political, Every person who reads it, I think, if they're a Christian, it will confirm their faith. If they're a skeptic, it will challenge them to search for truth themselves. Senator Demenz, you actually go back to the book of Job. And why Job and why that specific example being brought through this book here? Well, I've never liked that first chapter of Job. <laughs> and uh, the book's name actually comes from the first chapter where Satan dares God to remove Job's blessing, saying that if God removed Job's blessing, Job would curse God and follow Satan. And that is, in the book, the characters theorize that Job is not just one person, but it's the story of all mankind, uh, that we are living through this physical world and all the suffering and tragedy, evil and death, because of that dare from Satan that when we praise God and continue to worship him, despite our blessings being removed, uh, we prove God right and defeat Satan. And so the book, the characters in the book go through a lot of tragedy and suffering. Uh, one of them becomes the world's greatest atheist. The other uh, clings to his faith, wrestles with God. And these two end up in a debate where we bring science and the Bible to light. Uh, there are a lot of myths that science has disproved the Bible. In fact, it's quite the opposite. Science has proved that this whole world and all the life in it is way too complicated to have happened by accident. Senator DeMint, uh, one of the first steps in establishing an effective oppressive system of communism in Eastern Europe was to establish a strong, centralized, command and control communist government, which had to abolish church and ban the practice of Christianity. So Christians were persecuted. If people had believed in God-given rights, the communist government would have had no power. So the omnipotent government replaces God, family, and Judeo-Christian values, and that is where the erosion of the rule of law, which we still see today in Eastern Europe, comes from. Senator DeMint, how do we reverse these identical trends in America, which are causing America's decline today? Uh, what a great question. And we can reverse it only by understanding that it's going on. And a lot of Americans don't understand right now that there is a deliberate move by the left in this country to erase God, to erase our history, to destroy uh, marriage and family as we know it, because that's exactly what communist, socialist, Marxists, and dictators have done throughout history. They understand that people cannot have two masters, as the Bible says. And as long as we have God and trust in him and, and believe in the afterlife, it's very difficult for a government to control us. Uh, mm. If we know God, and particularly if we have a spiritual freedom in Christ, 
we will demand more freedom, not just religious freedom, but economic, political freedom. And that's what happens all around the world when people uh, come to the knowledge of, of the Lord, when the, when the Bible becomes a central part of their life. So you will see the left, they understand that, and they want to diminish or make God irrelevant. And that, in effect, that's where all the ideas of Western civilization, including marriage and family, and absolute truth and rule of law, the things we take for granted are all biblical ideas that changed the world when, when Jesus lived on this earth uh, and the Bible was shaped over time. That We just need to understand it on our side, on the right, and particularly Christians, that we need to defend our faith, but we cannot defend our faith if we don't have confidence in it. Uh, one of the main characters in the book, The Atheist, tells this whole group of Christians that they have a Santa Claus God, that they want to believe he's real, but in their uh, deep in their mind, they don't believe he's real. And that is in part right. Many people don't know the Bible. They've lost confidence because of all the teachings of, of evolution and all the different teachings today about morality. Um, this book, I think, will confirm the faith of, of believers and it will challenge anyone who reads it to look for real truth because the casualty in what's going on today is the loss of truth. And this book, as Josh McDowell says, has more truth in it than just about any nonfiction he's ever read. In fact, uh, to that point, uh, Dr. Pat Robertson, founder and chairman of the Christian Broadcasting Network, CBN, states this, I quote, Christians are losing the cultural and political battles in America because we are not defending the basic truths of our faith. Satan's dare is a powerful story that will confirm the faith of Christians and challenge skeptics to search for real truth, unquote. And this is Dr. Robertson, Pat Robertson, in endorsing this book, Satan's Dare, on authored by Senator Jim DeMint. Senator DeMint, in certain states like Michigan, we've noticed that the pandemic has given way to elected officials and bureaucrats to implement draconian measures, a command and control governance. Churches were closed uh, while huge retailers were open, and even in some states, casinos were open uh, for individuals on Sundays. Uh, and we have heard from Michigan and other states that people had to meet in barns uh, to gather for the Sunday services. In certain states, some pastors took a stand, others took orders from the state and abandoned their positions. And we also know that in 2016, some 25 million evangelical Christians did not vote, as shared by Secretary Carson and Governor Huckabee. And in 2020, according to data, once again, millions of evangelicals stayed away from casting their votes, especially in battleground states. Senator Dimond, what is your message for pastors, conservative leaders that may be sitting on the fence, and specifically your word to evangelical Christians concerned about America on one hand, yet not being engaged as citizens of this unique republic handed to us through significant sacrifice on the part of America's founding generation that fought for liberty and the rule of law and put their lives, fortunes, and sacred honor on the line? Great question again. Um, America exists only because pastors were courageous. Uh, they led a revival which 
created this demand for freedom and independence. And our founders understood that the war for independence was not when we fought Britain. It was the great revival of our spirits and our heart right before that, that was led by pastors. And there are many wonderful stories during the Revolutionary War where pastors would preach their sermons and take off their robes, and they would go out and fight for the freedom of the country. Christians need to see political work as their stewardship of this wonderful garden called America that God has given us. I know a lot of pastors sit on the sidelines, and I know why. It's messy business. It's like mud wrestling. And if a pastor ever took a, a stand on biblical morality, they would likely be criticized and, and canceled. It's going to take a lot of courage. But right now, this country needs more than anything else of pastors of courage who will stand up and more and more Christian parents need to realize they cannot continue to send their children to schools that teach there is no God, that we're here by accident, that there is no real truth or, or morality. We cannot continue to build our country on that foundation. So there's a lot we need to do, uh, but I think if Christians are faithful, if they come together and pray, and one, one of the theories this, this book looks at is the characters are asking in a world where God's supposed to be in control, why is there so much suffering and pain and tragedy and evil? And the, the theory that comes out of this is that God has delegated his authority in this physical world to his body. And there's a lot in the Bible to support that. And as a body of Christ, we need to pray and worship and stand up for what is right. And we need to have courage. I mean, we see in the Old Testament when God's people have the courage to go out for a fight, that God fights for them and gives them the victory. Uh, we need to do that as a body of Christ, but we cannot do it if we're not confident in our faith. And I hope that Satan's dare is just the beginning of the discussion, first between Christians and then between everyone, of, of what is real and true in this world. Uh, I'm excited about having the conversation all over the country. Certainly excited uh, for, to talk to folks like you who understand the Bible, the importance of faith, and, and certainly so, a lot of knowledge of history around the world of what happens when you remove that foundation. Indeed, we just want to encourage our listeners to seek out Satan's Dare by Senator Jim DeMint by visiting your search engines and looking for the book at your local bookstores or going to Amazon, Satan's Dare by Senator Jim DeMint. Actually, you mentioned the courage and the courage. We need courage also in the U.S. Congress. Senator DeMint, I remember meeting you for the very first time in your office in the U.S. Senate in the early 2000s, and you have always been open to hearing any concerns affecting your constituents and American citizens. Today, we notice we experience a large discontent and disconnect between the electorate and the two parties, Democratic and Republican Party alike. The loyalty of legislators to the constituents was replaced by the loyalty to the party establishment and the groupthink. Senator DeMint, how do we get back to practicing the concept of the consent of the governed? That's a great question. The the governed, the people, have to stand up and speak out and take control. And I know that from being a senator that I do have some constituents that, that come up, express concerns. But back home, people are busy. 
with their own lives. They don't get engaged with, with what's going on in D.C. Many have no idea because the mainstream media doesn't even report what's going on. Pastors could be a huge help with that, of communicating the truth in, in the context of, of preaching the gospel. Um, but right now, a lot of Christians have just left the work of government to the secular people who, who don't care anything about our values. And, and that's why we're, we're losing this battle. And we are losing it. For the first time last year, I think the Gallup survey showed that less than half of Americans say they are um, a member of a church. That's a big change in America. But the good news is we don't need a majority. God shows us in the Bible with uh, leaders like Gideon that he will give you a small group of committed people and he will fight for us. So right now, what we need to do is, is just pull people together who have confidence in their faith and work together as the body of Christ wherever we can, whether it's local or internationally. We need to stir the hearts of people uh, to return to the Lord, to repent of, of what we've done as a nation and individuals and have a revival in this country. And hopefully the pastors will help lead that. For our listeners, we just encourage them to seek out Satan's Dare, a new book. It's a novel authored by Senator Jim DeMint. And Senator DeMint, uh, we've all been watching the news coming out of Israel and are deeply concerned about our trusted allies and our friends in Israel. 4,300 rockets were fired from the Gaza Strip, attacking cities and villages and communities and towns, including Jerusalem and Tel Aviv. And at this moment, our Israeli friends are sensing a weakening of the U.S.-Israel strategic relationship. What is your message to our friends in Israel and to the Jewish community uh, that in fact shares these Judeo-Christian principles with us, these shared values? We need to stand with, with Israel. It's, it's been stunning for me to, to hear, particularly coming out of the, the Democrat Party, the support of Hamas, the, the terrorist groups, the way the media reported this as it somehow, un, it was even started by Israel, thousands of rockets being fired. Um, I mean, we first of all need to recognize those were not made by the Palestinians. They, they were made by Iranians. And a lot of what Iran is doing now is, is sensing its freedom from the, the structure imposed by the Trump administration over them that has made it hard for their economy and their military to grow. Uh, but Republicans, conservatives, Christians need to stand up all over the country and express a support of Israel because Israel would live in peace with any country around them if they were allowed to do it. That's not true for Hamas and Hezbollah and these other terrorist cells, basically. Uh, so we need to pray for them as well. Uh, and I know you have been so supportive of them over the years and we just need to make Americans aware of what you just said. They are an ally, a Democrat ally, and the Judeo-Christian ideas come from really Israel, the, the laws given down by Moses, uh, and we live by the rule of law primarily because of what the people of God did in early Israel. 
Senator Dimon, we truly thank you for your principal leadership over the decades and fighting on the front lines for these key issues, our principles, our values. We just want to say thank you to you for being one of the founding partners of the Jerusalem Leaders Summit, which began in 2015 during the Obama-Biden era and uh, standing with us in support for Israel. We just want to encourage our listeners to seek out the book, Uh, Satan's Dare by visiting Amazon, going to your local bookstore, and sharing this with your friends, your family, your neighbors. Uh, This should be a dinner table discussion focusing on Satan's Dare. Thank you so much, Senator DeMint, for joining us on America's Roundtable. Thank you, Senator DeMint. Thank you both. It's always wonderful to be with you. I hope to see you soon. This is America's Roundtable from Washington, D.C., an initiative of the U.S.-based think tank International Leaders Summit in partnership with Lancer Broadcasting's two FM radio stations in Michigan and the Midwest and Supertalk Mississippi Media's 12 radio stations in the South. We thank you for joining us on America's Roundtable. I'm Joel Sami, your co-host, joined by Natasha Sardorj, economist and co-founder of the International Leaders Summit, and our distinguished guest host, Governor Phil Bryant. America's Roundtable from Washington, D.C. brings together leading voices from business, government, media, technology, and the public policy arena. Subscribe to America's Roundtable on Apple Podcasts, Amazon, Spotify, and Fireside. Visit iLeadersSummit.org. iLeadersSummit.org.